it's the most wonderful time of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazorek. That's my brother, Matt. What up, Doe? Matthew, it is the most wonderful time. These are my favorite podcasts. It's bowl season. Off the regular schedule, onto the bowl schedule. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's do it. What are we looking at today? So tonight we're coming to 15-Minute Nation with three different MAC games. These are our earliest MAC Big Ten games. We're going to start with the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. Coming to us from Montgomery, Alabama. This one will be this upcoming Saturday, 5.30 p.m. on ESPN. Eastern Michigan hosting Georgia Southern. The line on this game is Eastern Michigan getting a point. Evan, where are you at on the Camellia Bowl? So from an overall stats perspective, I think uh, coming into this game, these teams seem somewhat evenly matched, perhaps a slight edge to Georgia Southern, depending on what stats you favor. Uh, what I think is interesting to me is the one, both teams are the Eagles. I love when that happens in a bowl game. Uh, but the Georgia Southern Eagles seem to overwhelmingly favor the run, averaging 260 rush yards per game compared to only 82.8 pass yards per game. The mm. Eastern Michigan Eagles, on the other hand, or the other Eagles. Me, are the other Eagles are weaker defensively against the run, giving up nearly 200 yards a game on the ground. Conversely, Eastern Michigan relies more heavily on their passing offense, albeit not quite as much as Georgia Southern relies on their run game, but still favors that pass. While Georgia Southern's defense is much weaker against the pass, and they give up almost over 200 yards a game. Um, Just, I mean, for comparison... Eastern Michigan's quarterback, Tyler Wiegers, has more pass completions than Georgia's Southern quarterback, Shy Wirtz, has even attempted through the air all year long. If mm-hmm. I'm a, I think, looking at, you know, who's going to win the game, if I'm a Georgia Southern fan, I think I'm slightly concerned about being a one-trick pony with how much okay. they favor that. Um, I think Eastern Michigan's balance to their offensive game will give them a slight edge. I'm not saying they, they're great running the ball, but they certainly have shown that they can do it. Mm-hmm. So I like that dynamic. I like the Eagles. Um, I The over-under on this game is 47.5. I actually like – I don't like that. Go under. Um, I'm okay. The winner gets 18, 21 points. What are your thoughts on the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl? Let me talk to you about something that's called momentum. Yeah. Okay? Uncle Mo. Uncle Mo. Eastern Michigan – has been to this will be their fourth bowl game program history. Uh huh. They've gone to two in a row now under Chris Crate. Love it. Do you hear the whistle of that train <laughs> rolling through Ypsilanti? You hear that? You're mixing analogies right now, but I get it. I get it. The momentum train. Yeah, it's pulling in. Son, I don't know that you can bet against Eastern in this one based on how they do. I, th- I think part of what we've seen from. Chris Creighton is turning Eastern into a team that is perennially contending for bowl games and is there to stay. And I, I don't know. I, I believe a lot in that that type of uh, of energy and that type of momentum. I think clearly these teams are very evenly matched on paper. You know, Vegas putting the line at at just one 
in favor of uh, Georgia, Georgia Southern here. So I don't know. I, I got to roll Eastern. Also, my heart just won't let me do anything else. So I can't really find a way to not take them here. Fair enough. So we both agree on that game. Yes. Now, our second bowl is the Cherry Bundy Boca Raton Bowl. We looked this up one year, but I can't remember. What is Cherry Bundy? Is that like a... I want to say it's like a cherry farmer's conglomerate. Does that sound right? Sure. We'll say that. Anyway. Do they do they sell cherries in I think Boca they like Raton? represent... Oh, that's a great question. Is that, uh, a, is that a cherry? Northern Michigan, I hear, I hear, is famous. I've heard that. Yeah, I've I seen that. I don't know I just, about Florida. In Boca Raton? Is that yeah. that doesn't come across that comes across as like an orange juice kind of place, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you would think. So, Boca Raton Bowl in Boca Raton. The matchup is the University of Alabama Birmingham, otherwise known mm-hmm. as UAB, versus mm-hmm. the Northern Illinois Huskies. The spread is I'm sorry, the MAC champion Northern Illinois Huskies. You you are correct. My apologies, Huskies. The spread is NIU is getting two and a half points. So UAB the favorite by two and a half. Over-under is 43.5. Oh, I neglected to mention, Tuesday, 18 December, 7 p.m. You can find it on ESPN. It's at FIU Stadium. Matthew, what are your thoughts on the Boca Raton Bowl? So I think we're seeing two solid defenses collide here. NIU is one of the strongest pass rushes in the NCAA. They lead the nation in sacks. But they've been consistently vanilla on offense. A good thing for the Huskies is that UAB offensively has been not vanilla. You know, they are... NIU and Stanford have similar kind of oatmeal styles, whereas UAB just finds a way to, to stay in games. Now, sounds like a lot of shade considering the fact that they won 10 games. That's a lot of games to just kind of figure out how to win. So they've yeah. done a very good job of that this season. Overall, though, I, I do think UAB played a weaker schedule. I think what NIU saw at a conference, they played Utah, who's a top 25 mm-hmm. uh, FBS team. And... I, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't sleep on the MAC schedule. They also already beat a 10-win Buffalo team in the MAC championship game. So I think that they've definitely faced a lot more adversity this year than, than UAB has. I think we'll find out exactly how weak that schedule was once this game gets underway. Both teams have a lot of positive momentum. UAB in the last two years has gone from a bottom dweller in their conference to champion this year. And NIU just had... In, what was my opinion, a huge upset over 10-win Buffalo in the MAC championship game. Tough call, I think, here. I My heart is leaning towards Northern Illinois. I'm a little concerned about their the, the vanilla offense and the inability to open it up when it counts. 10 wins is a lot of wins, no matter what kind of, kind of conference you're in or not. So I am going to go with UAB in this game. I because, yes, NIU is a great pass rush, but like UAB is just behind them. So yeah. this game's going to come down to turnovers and who capitalizes off those turnovers. I see UAB doing having potential to do a little bit more on offense as long as they limit their mistakes. Yeah, so I, one, I find it interesting find a way to win 10 games. Some people might just call that winning 10 games. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh no, uh, I like how you let off with the sacks point. I think we might see a lot of sacks. Like you said, NIU leading the nation. Uh, UAB's not far behind coming in at number three with 43 total sacks. 
if the mm. folks at home are wondering, Alabama is five at 42 and Clemson is number two with 46. So hmm. impressive company to be around. I don't care sure. what conference you're playing in. Sure. Um, I think going to the schedule debate, both teams have one, at least one game on their schedule that they really should have won. Uh, NIU lost to Western late in the season, yep. and UAB lost early in the season to Coastal Carolina. Yeah. I mean, the, that was so, lost in, inexplicable. What? Inexplicable, but you have to say it's close. Coastal did beat UAB rather handedly. I, the final score is 47 24. So that's not great. I think the rest of their losses are understandable. I think. You know, a lot of people might hesitate NIU the five losses, but I mean, going back to your points, I think they played a much tougher schedule that Utah. You know, they played Utah, they played uh, Iowa. I mean, so that really explains why they're not, you know, ten and three, nine and four. It mm-hmm. really just boils down to that strength of schedule. And quite frankly, that I'm rolling NIU, and I think it's based on that. I think a lot of their performance issues, you know, is because of that schedule. Not only like. Yes, you take one L to Iowa, you take one L to Utah, but like playing sure. those teams that outmatch you regularly early in the season are going to affect you later down, you know, in the week following the week after. You're going to have guys that are banged up, you're going to have guys that are sore from playing these outmatched games. And I think that really did affect Northern Illinois quite a few times. Yeah, vanilla offense, but I, I, I think they are the superior team in this matchup. So this this totally deviates from my analysis, but... I'm going to give away my next pick in that I went Mac in game one. Yeah. I went Mac in, in game three. And it, it, like you ever take those multiple choice tests where you, where you kind of don't know the answer and, yeah. and you're just like, C, C, and you're like, well, this one can't be C. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is got like yeah. A or B. Yeah. And you kind of like move it over. I, I felt that way with this game. My, my heart is with NIU and, and – there's no reason why you shouldn't come up with an offensive game plan that takes down UAB here. And I'm not going to be shocked if we see the Mac roll 3-0 and by the December 19th after, you know, through their first three bowl games. But I don't know. I kind of let that get in the way of my pick a little bit. I mean, understandable. I had the exact same thought, but I, I said, Evan, you got to stick with it. you got to stick with it. <laughs> so the answer is C. Yeah, the answer is C. I would like real quick comment for me on the over-under. Uh, okay. I'm not a fan of it. It's at 47, excuse me, 43.5. Like we both said, two stout defenses and two bland offenses. Folks, go under if you're putting U.S. dollars on that one. If you take the over in the uh, Ohio game, this might be your last podcast with 15 minutes of you. The third and final bowl game we have coming up for the MAC is the Frisco Bowl. Also, home of the FCS Championship, which will happen in two weeks, which takes place at Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. Frisco Bowl will take place next Wednesday, December 19th, 8 p.m. on ESPN. This game features the Ohio Bobcats against the San Diego State Aztecs. Ohio is a three-point favorite in this game, and the over-under sits at 54. Evan, where are you at on the Frisco Bowl? So I think another interesting matchup here, Bobcats come in with statistically the better offense. Well, Your I team. Think... Pardon? Your team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fighting Nathan O'Rourke's. I love it. The San Diego State Aztecs coming in with that statistically better te- uh, defense. So to me, the question becomes, which of the other two units, Ohio University's defense or San Diego State University's offense, break breaks first? To that end, San Diego State's uh, quarterback Ryan Agnew and running back Juwan Watson are in the bottom half of the Mountain West's efficiency rankings 
in their respective positions, which mm-hmm. would concern me if I was an Aztec fan. If I was a Bobcat fan, you know, that defense has let them down before. You know, I'm, I'm thinking back to the Cincinnati game specifically, where OU was up, and then Cincinnati just clawed their way back to win, wearing down that defense in the well, long in, run. in Clifton, though, sir. In, in, oh. Yes, yes, it was in Cincinnati, and yes, Cincinnati <laughs> was the better team. But I'm just saying, there have been times where that... Uh, some of those L's can be attributed to that defense letting them down. So I think either could happen. Unfortunately for us, we don't have a Sudoku game to analyze, even though sure. San Diego State played MAC team Eastern Michigan. Mm. I, but I think what did not face the Bobcats, though. Eastern didn't face the Bobcats, so we don't know. Uh, but I think really what pushes me over the edge here is Nate O'Rourke. Dude is a baller. I think he'll he's just going to find a way to win. Um, I like him to push it push them to victory. I like what you said about Rourke. I agree. He's shown a a lot of moxie throughout the season. He brought them back in several games to hang on in Mac play. I'm going to again revisit our theme about momentum though. San Diego State started the season six and one. What's their final record? Their final record is seven and five. Yikes. So you went one and four in your last five games. On the other side of the ball, the Bobcats won five of their last six, and in each of those five victories, they scored at least 49 points. It's really difficult not to roll cats in this one. We've talked before. It, all of these spreads, I mean, this is the this is the biggest spread that, that we have at uh, yeah. Ohio minus three. It, we've also discussed that Vegas does a pretty mediocre job of predicting MAC games. I, yep. I think the NIU one is more fair. I could see that game coming down to a field goal. I kind of see Ohio controlling tempo yeah. here. No, I agree. I agree. If they're if they're behind by more than seven at any point in this game, like starting with the second drive, uh, I'm going to be surprised. Totally agree. We shall see. Very excited to see Mac Bowl games in action this week. I got to get your take on one thing before we head out, though. Their All American team came out this week, today. Yeah. This is why football at all levels, you, you just, it's very difficult to tell who is the best at each position, right? Other sports, track, swimming, wrestling, cross country, not confusing. You either beat people or you don't. Yeah. Right? First or last, Ricky Bobby. We go to the cross country state finals, right? The top 20 guys in Ohio high school cross country are all Ohio runners. How do you know? Well, because they finished in the top 20 at the state championship. Not confusing, you know? But, like, are you actually the best left tackle? I don't know. Here's my gripe. Wisconsin. Jonathan Taylor, first team. Their starting tackle, first team. Their other tackle, second team. You're telling me that team with that record had the uh, a first-team lineman a second-team lineman, and the best running back, and you guys didn't even represent the Big Ten West in the championship? You're the best running back in the country? Are you kidding? What is that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't get that. I don't Like, whose performance would you rather have this year? Jonathan Taylor's or Cron Higdon's? Preach! <laughs> I, I don't you know. Should, just, like, record alone. No way. Because if, if, if those are actually... If those players are where they are, and, and this yeah. is the best tackle in the NCAA, and this is the best running back, and this other guy is the second-best tackle on the other side of the line is the game plan that complicated yeah no jonathan taylor jonathan taylor jonathan taylor john like play action touchdown <laughs> like what 
What is that? I don't know, man. Memphis? I would have taken any of their linemen. That that dude is putting up numbers. Yikes, man. I, the way the Ohio State line played against the Michigan defense uh, for yeah. Dwayne Haskins, he had about, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes to throw every ball that he wanted. back there. Yeah. We, we chose those guys? Yikes, man. Maybe one day we'll get popular enough. We'll get a vote. Soon enough, Evan. Soon enough. All right, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been our first bowl season preview. Stay tuned. We're going to have... Uh, Probably an inconsistent schedule. We'll try to do. We don't like doing back-to-back pods. This one will come out a few days after our our last one. But we'll definitely keep up with every MAC game. We'll keep up with every Big Ten bowl game, and uh, we'll cover the majors. Agree? Agree. Looking forward to it. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. When you're at those water coolers and you're filling out those uh, holiday bowl pools, be sure to tell your friends and, ha- and then have them tell a friend about 15 Minute You. And when you guys are subscribing to those podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you to give us a rating. You can reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Gmail at 15 Minute You. From our 15 Minute Hearts to yours, thank you so much. Happy holidays. Whatever you do. Don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Little delay. Little delay. It's the most wonderful time. Why are you moving spaces? Why are you walking upstairs?